All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Just after five o'clock on a lovely Thursday afternoon. Here on Sports 1440, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. It is the Gregor Show, also watching on Oilers Nation YouTube. Uh, hello to everybody there. Listen, as you drive away, uh, driver home, please put your uh, lights on. Make it uh, safer for everyone. And uh, we're into the final hour of the uh, month of giving. We've had a, a great run so far. We're currently at $6,200 with Douglas for the associate membership at the Glendale Golf and Country Club for the 2024 season. It uh, allows full access to the tee sheet, just like all the shareholders. You get club storage, range is included. Your immediate family members, partner, spouse, children, become social members at no additional charge. That means you're hanging out at the pool. Oh, hey, wear sunscreen, okay? Wear sunscreen. And you'll love it there. There's a little kiddie pool for the little ones, and then there's a bigger pool. They got the diving board. You want to do any sort of a jackknife, maybe your cannonballs. I crush it off the cannonball. Oof, good killing it last year. Teaching my son. He knows how to do it now. Money. It's great times. So that's it. Uh, 6200 all in support of the Christmas Bureau. 833-401-1440. Fantastic charity. And I think everybody now knows what the Christmas Bureau does and just all the joy and happiness they spread every year. Let's get to uh, the spec report. Speaking of joy and happiness, brought to you by GS Construction. Hey, they want you to be happy. They want you to be joyous. Christmas, got to have a little patience. Uh, they're almost done the major parts of the construction season where they're at. So uh, a little bit of extra time. Be patient. Get home safe at GS Construction as uh, Mark Spector. I, I think we should just call him Grandpa Speck from now on. It has more of a ring to it as uh, Grandpa Speck joins us uh, on the show. Speck, how you doing? 
that like Grandpa Simpson? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> the old the old man yelling at the clouds? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's coming? right. Right. Uh could just see you walk in the room. <laughs> oh, I don't like this game. Hats on, you're walking right back out, eh? So it's uh you know what? Like that Rod Brindamore would have loved to do an Abe Simpson last night after the first forty one seconds of that game. <laughs> Man, he was sour. <laughs> he was sour. They called that timeout in the first period, and he was giving it to his team. The game ended. He was giving it to his team after the game in the dressing room. By the time we got talking to him after the game, he actually had a little bit of a laugh. He was all serious and everything, and I finally said, hey, look at the bright side. You didn't get fined when you did that interview with Darren Pang for swearing or something, and he did – Kind of chuckle finally. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail, pal. They're just not very used to being the nail, that's all. No, that's true. And, hey, give the orders credit, man. They were a hammer on a good team, right? They, they beat Winnipeg. They beat Vegas. They beat Carolina. So, you you know, you can say, oh, they beat Anaheim. Sure, you got to beat the bad teams. But they beat three playoff team in playoff contention teams, three teams that have been playoff teams recently. And and they did it in a pretty convincing fashion here, Speck. Uh, they're 26-8 and eight goals for, goal against in this five game winning streak their power plays at 43 percent their penalty kills at 94 percent they're 56 in the face-off dot like everything is going good for the Edmonton orders right now their goaltender's got a 943 and is looking really solid so these are the numbers i wrote about today that you know this franchise it's almost a curse jay right this franchise has been an offensive oriented franchise since the day Wayne Gretzky showed up on the WHA, right? Everything this franchise has ever done has been about offensive records and and scoring the most goals and 50 and 39 and five 400-goal seasons. No other franchise has ever done it. So I was talking to Ryan Nugent Hopkins today, and, and, you know, they went 6-1 last night. And I asked him sort of, what are you, you know, what are you more proud of, the six or the one? And he said, hey, you know what? Now we're just as proud of the one or maybe the zero if we can do it. And you talk about 26 to eight, right? And the old, for this franchise, man, we've always, as long as I've been in town, we're talking up the 26. We're not talking up the eight, you know? And I think, I think we all know this and we've, I've certainly been a broken record, but they can score like crazy. But I think, I think maybe we got a team here that's kind of ready to embrace the one in the 6-1 victory as much as they are the six, and that would be something new in this town. Yeah, well, I think it can be both. I, I think at times, like, you know, the orders last year, they cut down their defense in the, in the final 32 games. They were fifth best goals against. They were also the highest scoring team in the league, right? Like, you can be both. Look at Boston, right? Like, you can be the orders. I still believe their best asset is offense. So continue there. But you're right, Spec, have more of a commitment to defense when it matters. Uh, we've seen that. Um, you know, the team's confident in a lot of places. You hear that word from, from a lot of different areas of the room, a lot of different players. You see it on the ice, right? Like in this run spec, 13 guys have scored a goal in five games. 13, right? 17 yeah. guys have points. And every player, five on five, is either even or above in goals for percentage. Like no one's been outscored five on five in this five game scoring streak. So that's where it's a complete team effort. Like last night, you have Matthias uh, Janmark getting three apples for the first time in a game in his NHL career, right? Uh, Fogel and McLeod each score. McLeod, or sorry, Fogel scores on a breakaway 
right? That doesn't, uh, that doesn't happen all the time. <laughs> so, um, you know, no. I, I'm, I'm looking at, would that, hold on, let me stop you. Would that breakaway have, would that goal have counted if it was a shootout? Uh, no, it would not have. I don't think it would have. Yeah, because he because he hit <laughs> he it twice, pushed the whole goalie in yeah, the net. Yeah, he touched it twice. So no, you're not allowed the old double tapper. But hey, it's not a shootout, so uh, away you go. Um, right. I I look at the orders like Minnesota's playing tonight in Vancouver, and so we'll see if they come in. Uh, maybe John Hines ties Jay Woodcroft's record for the uh, best start for a coach at five and zero. Oh. So well, we'll see if that happens or not. But uh, either way, Minnesota, if they lose tonight, they're still 4-1 and one in their last five. They've had the new coach bump. It will be their third game in four nights back. But Edmonton, like by the end of the weekend, they could actually be 500. Yeah, they're, they're you know, they have, they, they've really gone a long way to digging themselves out of this hole. And, and you know, I, I guess the way that, that, you know, I think we're talking about the same thing. Look, at they got the best offense in the, in the league. They got the best top five probably the best top six you know do they have the best top six in the game boy it sure is a conversation you can have um i guess they to me they just have to work harder on defense like they don't have to come to the rink and say okay we got to make sure we score tonight they always are going to score they got such good talent they got such a hot power play mcdavid's just out of this world right now so you know I think in in the Oilers team I've watched for a long time, and we can go back as long as you want to go back. A, a four nothing lead, a five nothing lead, usually ended up in a six three game. You know, I I was really impressed last night with the way they they you know paid attention at the other end of the rink and and how hard it was for Carolina. You know, remember Drysaddle said earlier this week, man, you got to make like three really good hockey plays to get through this Carolina team. Well, they were that team, and they weren't just that team in the first 10, 20, 30 minutes. They were that team in the third period when they were leading 6-1. to one. They were still that team. I was that to me, and I know if Rod Brindamore was in, the, in this conversation, he'd say, yeah, but we played crappy. But my point would be that's a new thing here. They didn't just take the foot off the gas and go, ah, what's the difference between 6-1 and 6-3? They played like they were protecting a shutout even when they weren't anymore. That is how you're going to win hockey games. Mark Spector joins us from uh, Rogers Sportsnet. Uh, so, Spec Philip Broberg, no surprise, uh, sent down today. Ben Gleason comes back up, and uh, you know what? Uh, to me, this is the best thing. Broberg is going to play probably twenty or sorry, sixty to sixty-five minutes of hockey in the next five days, starting tomorrow. Right? Uh, they got three games: Friday, Saturday, Tuesday. I'm expecting they're going to load them up, and like I would hope the message is, "Hey, this guy's playing. I don't care what he looks like in game one; he's playing a ton uh, every night." You know, oh, yeah. he, he's their best defense. He's probably their well, he's either the top prospects in the American League right now. And and you know what? I don't even care if it takes three months, spec, and he's dominating for three months. I don't have a problem with it because that's what he needs. He needs to show he can develop, and he needs to play a lot of minutes. Well, and they've they've stunted him by sitting him so long. He's he's in arrears right now when it comes to confidence, playing time. You know, he needs to puck touches. Doesn't matter what league he's in. He needs to catch back up, and he's barely played. If if the Oilers have played twenty two games this season, I think he's played in ten of them, and he's only had a meaningful role in about six of those. Mm-hmm. So he needs to get that. He's like a, a car that's been sitting in your garage, man. You got to take it on the highway and take it for a run here. So, yes, all the things you say, and I'm with you. You know what? This is kind of the hard part of professional sports, Jay. 
The kid wants to play, wants to play in the National Hockey League. He wants to get his career going. The Oilers have kind of screwed that up a little bit so far. But the reality is this. He's in the last year of his entry-level deal. He's not going anywhere unless the Oilers want him to go somewhere. They can, If they take their time with him, they could still turn this guy into a player. It's going to be slower than he wants, but no one's asking him, right? This is if the Oilers can still they can they can um, rescue this prospect if the kid can play, give him some time in the minors and give him more time than you think he needs. And there's going to be an injury here this year, Jay. There is going to be an injury sometime. I'm knocking wood. I hope it's not tomorrow or whatever. There's going to be one, and you got to get him ready so when he comes up. He's ready to succeed, right? He doesn't need it. If there's an injury tomorrow, I'm playing Ben Gleason in the next game. I want Broberg getting a bunch of games in. So mm-hmm. when he comes up, yep. he's ready to succeed and hopefully stay up. Oh, yeah. I don't uh, I don't see any any reason uh, to, to bring Broberg up, I guess, unless there was, t- there was two injuries. Um, although, I guess if it's a lefty, then you maybe you can make the argument. But um, I look at... Uh, at, at him, he just needs to play, right? At the end of the day, that's what he needs. He needs to yeah. play minutes, and and I I think he'll be okay. Like I don't, I you know, could he have been down in the minors three weeks ago? Yes. Do I think in the big scheme of things, those three weeks are going to be the difference maker because he missed in that time playing five or six AHL games? I do not. Right. Um, no. He'll get his confidence back pretty quickly, I would think, because he's he's going to be one of the better players down there. That's just a fact, right? So. Um, and I hope that, you know, they're going to play him on, on, on all facets, right? Like, I don't, I don't care if he plays that much in the power play, to be honest, It'd be good for his confidence, but he doesn't need to do it because we all know he's not playing the power play here. But I, uh, the bigger one to me, spec is, is the goaltending situation. As great as Stuart Skinner's playing, he can't play every yeah. game. I would play him to, I would play him tomorrow and Sunday though. And then is it easy to just say play, like if, if picker can't beat Chicago the way the order's team defense is playing, then you got a bigger problem. Yeah, and and I'm going to say to you that at some point the orders are going to roll out less than a perfect game here. Too. Oh, yes. They've been damn good. Other than about 10 minutes against Vegas, they've been, you know, close to perfect for yep. five games here. So yep. uh, you don't get to win every night. Like the old guy told me one day, the other team's trying to, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, uh, um sure, Skinner can't play every single night. It's kind of funny. I asked uh, Chris Knobloch about this, you know, uh, my, I think our example that Oilers fans would get is remember when when uh, the Oilers played Calgary in the playoffs, and you know during the season when when Jacob Markstrom's playing all these games and, and the Flames are in a dogfight to make the playoffs and they need every game, no one's saying okay we don't want to start Markstrom tonight like, mm-hmm. because you know he needs a rest. You're saying man, start our best guy. We got to beat this team. But then you get to the playoffs and now it's April. And all of a sudden, he's not as good as you thought. And you go, hey, wait a second. I think you played him too much. <laughs> right? So, yeah. to me, Skinner's that guy for Everton. Like, you got to – I'm not saying we're thinking about the playoffs yet. But I am saying, you know, don't get don't get seduced by a guy that's having a real good run here. You got to give him some nights off along the way. And if he's as good as you hope he is and he stays like this, when the playoffs come – he better not have 70 games under his belt or he's not going to be as good when you really need him as he would be if you gave him the proper rest during the season. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I think the Oilers are a playoff team, though. Let's be honest here. Um, I look at the rest. I just look at their lineup. Yeah. Like, uh, how, they should act like one, right? Yeah. They should act like one and prepare their goaltending. Yes, uh, commensurately. Hundred percent. I think that is a very fair statement. Is to hey, we think we're a playoff team, so we're not just going to drive our guy into the ground just to get there. We believe that you know, once you're in, like, who cares? To, did t- like how many years Tampa Bay? It's funny. The year that they uh, that they finished first was the year they lost in four straight. So um, you know you don't, you don't have to uh, be the top dog all the time. Uh, you just got to be good in the playoffs oh. and got to be comfortable winning on the road. Hey, dude, you make the orders want to get to where they're going. They got to go through Vegas. They're probably going through L.A. You know, and that's just the way it is. Who cares if you play Vegas in the first round or the second or the third? Who cares? What's the difference? Mm-hmm. To me, that's absolutely meaningless. Like, they didn't make it finishing higher in the standings the last couple of years. What's the difference if you go in lower in the standings? They still got to beat, win three series to get where you're going. So, whatever. Spec, uh, I know you follow closely. What's your thoughts on Shohei Otani? Where is he going to go? Well, it's, it's a real, it, you know, I think something people are missing here. Let me throw this out there. Maybe I'm dead wrong, but I thought this today. I I read someone saying, I mean, come on, the Dodgers? How can you not go to the Dodgers? Who doesn't want to live in California? You know, taxes, Canadian, it's cold up there. It's not cold in Toronto in the summer, right? You know, what what if Otani's like so many millions of people across the world, and he's looking at, I can live in Canada which isn't a perfect place, but it's a really good place. Mm-hmm. And we're not perfect up here. I mean, we're wrong. Or I can live in the States where they're gun crazy and oh, yes. MAGA's a thing. Mm-hmm. And Trump might be their president in however many months it's going to be. Maybe he's just a normal guy from Japan who's looking at a big picture and saying, I don't even know if he has kids, man. I don't know the guy that well, but I don't want to bring my kids up in that gun culture. And I don't want to bring my kids up in a country that's starting to ban abortions. You know, maybe I want to live in Canada because it's a better place. And who cares who, you know, obviously the Blue Jays are making them some promises. They're going to spend some money. They're telling them they're going to have a good team. I'm going to take them at face value. But maybe it's not just about Dodger Stadium and apple pie here. Maybe it's about you know, bigger things in life. How about that? Is that fair? Oh, totally fair. I, I think that's a definitely, he's getting paid so much money that it, it's a relic. He can live in any neighborhood. He can live in the best neighborhood in any place. Like, like Toronto's a massive city, right? It, it, you mentioned that, you know, when he's there in the summertime, Toronto, it's pretty nice in the summertime. Let's make no mistake in Canada. Really? Our, our summers are great, right? Uh, you know, I, I would argue our summers here are the best in Alberta because we have so much more light. And, uh, you know, it's wonderful. Yeah. So and I, no I, humidity. Right. I, I think that's a factor. I, I, you know, I do wonder if we're going deep and philosophical, like, you know, Japan is very much a polite culture, right? That's you know, very much about yes. respect and stuff. And, you know, now are, are Canadians and all polite? Clean. Yeah. Are, are, and, if yeah, I may ask, yes. and very clean. Yes. Like it is a clean, clean country. Yes. Keep going. So, okay. Trust me. There's rude Canadians. No doubt about it. But if you look at the overall general, people would say, and even old Americans I've met are like, geez, Canadians overall are more polite. Maybe that's a factor. I have no idea. But you know what? At this point, like the pitch. And the other thing the Jays have, like they got some of the best facilities. You heard opposing players said, of course, he's touring Dunedin. Why wouldn't you? It's best facility in major leagues uh, for all the teams and spring training. And you're there for months. So, yeah, I think there's uh, and that's the other thing. Spring training. They're in Dunedin, Florida for spring training. 
Right? They don't come to Toronto, and then they play in the Dome. You have to worry about cold in Toronto ever. No, it's it's colder in San Francisco at night. Uh, and the last <laughs> thing I'd say that that I think nobody ever brings up, and I don't know why. We always talk about, oh, you go to Canada, you got taxes and, you know, and financial this and financial that. He There's comes no- to Canada, he's making U.S. money. Yes. So he's making like 35% more than he's making playing in the States, right? Yeah, yep. He's making U.S. money in Canada. So oh, yeah. why doesn't anyone ever talk about that? Well, that's I, I, I mentioned all the time about Connor McDavid. I'm like, everyone's, well, look at the yeah. tax-free in, in, the U, in Florida. I'm like, okay, so he gets tax-free in Florida. He lives in Canada year-round. So Connor McDavid, when he makes 15 <laughs> mil American, that's like 20 mil Canadian. Or close to right now, whatever the exchange rate is. Ridiculous. So, yeah. There that, it is. It's a factor more. for Canadians, for sure, when you live there year-round. Playing in Canada, getting paid American bucks is a big advantage. I got you. In fact, I'm going to say right now, from here on, I'd rather be paid in U.S. money, Jay, if that's okay for this hit. Could we do that? Uh, no, but nice try. Nice try. I like it. <laughs> hey, Spec, you know what? Never hurts to ask. Right? Never hurts to ask. <laughs> Never hurts to say no, either. Spec, have a good one. We'll chat with you tomorrow. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> That's uh, Mark Spector from Roger Sports. Now. When we come back, Luke Pierce, the head coach of the Oil Kings, will update you in the month of giving 6200 on the uh, package. You want to golf all year round at the Glendale? You can. Social membership, all the full access to the course. Got the social membership for the outdoor pool and more. 833-401-1440 in our Jiffy Lube inbox. 531 Sports 1440, Orders Nation YouTube. How you doing? Make your way home safely, please. Turn your lights on. Get home. It's great. Now, let's get uh, in the community brought to you by United Sport and Cycle. And, hey, Christmas has arrived early. If you need something for an athlete or sports fan on your list, United has been your Santa's workshop for over 95 years. And, hey, who doesn't like little sports thing under the christmas tree maybe a hockey stick new pair of skates gloves helmet you name it it was always uh, awesome even you know what uh, hey uh, any sport lacrosse fans soccer you get anything as a kid that's sports related for the sport you love well you're fired up it's awesome it's great uh our next guest uh, uh fired up as he is the uh, head coach of the uh, edmonton oil kings uh luke pierce joins us uh luke welcome back to the show my man how you doing I'm doing well. Doing well, Jason. Thanks for having me. Well, I, I don't even know if I want to ask this question, but have any more defensemen been injured since I talked to you? I've never seen a run of injuries like this on the blue line. It's crazy. Yeah, so far today we haven't lost anyone, but uh, we've still got a couple hours left here on our journey, so uh, fingers crossed. But, yeah, it's been a it's been a wild run, and, uh, yeah, in my, you know, 13 years or so of, of doing this, I've never seen anything like it. So um, certainly – Added another layer of adversity to our group, but uh, lots of opportunity here. As a coach, right? Like every, you know what? To, hey, you got to coach the players that you have. Um, does it be like? Do you have to simplify things when you have so many players that are just coming in for? Like, it's different in the pros where you don't know, bring up guys from the minors, or whatever. You're bringing up guys just on two, three, four games here or there. That you know, it's just different. So how is how is that being from a coaching perspective for you? Yeah, there's no question. You have to simplify some things and. Um, you know, for us, a lot of it's been putting, putting a lot of emphasis on our forward group and the way that they need to try and help play. And, um, you know, I think for some of our young players, the young D, especially that have been here since the start of the year, it's, 
you know, they've seen some changes just within uh, our first few months here on how we want to play certain scenarios. And that's tough as a young player. You, you're trying to get used to one thing and then it changes. And uh, But yeah, I mean, you have to work with what you have and, and the necessity of just the constant kind of ins and outs is requires that we try to give our guys the best chance to win. And, and sometimes that's just really uh, simplifying a lot of those scenarios for them. Uh, the one defenseman for you that's been ultra-reliable is uh, Mark Lajoie, and he also leads your team in scoring nine goals, 20 points in, in 26 games. It's it always nice to have a veteran, and you know he's really flourished because I'm sure there's some nights he might be playing close to 30 minutes. Yeah, you're right. He has been. And he, but I think even at the beginning when we had our full healthy core, um, he sees the opportunity immediately to you know, put a stamp on our group. And I think that the offensive side of his game was maybe something that, that was underutilized at his time in Tri-City and not anything, you know, against the way that staff ran him or, or anything, but I think established himself as a big physical shutdown guy early and, and you kind of get pigeonholed and stuck in that routine. And uh, we kind of opened up a new door for him, just going explore, being a little more offensive. And um, he's, he certainly sees that chance and he's flourished, but now, like you mentioned, with the number of injuries we've had and, uh, he's been extremely reliable, and his minutes have, have really taken off. So he's really learning now how to be a little bit more efficient in his game. And I think all of these experiences for for a guy like that is going to help him tremendously as he continues. And I'm sure we'll we'll have a pro career here at some point. We are joined by the uh, head coach of the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings. Of course, they have a home and away with the uh, Medicine Hat Tigers, and of course, the uh, the home game will be Saturday night. Uh, on uh, on Star Wars night, uh, and, and Luke, you know, Medicine Hat's not a not a not a not an easy home and away, right? Like you you play in Medicine Hat on Friday, uh, the game's over at whatever, let's say nine forty five. You're on, you're on the bus, you're, like you don't get back to Emmon until what time? Realistically, like five thirty, six. Yeah, in the it'll be yeah, it'll be about a five thirty landing time there on uh, at Rogers. And when I say landing, I mean our our bus landing. Um, and then you're unpacking and you're, so you're probably not back in your beds, you know, for the players till six, six thirty, And, um, yeah, turn around and play the next night. So the last time we did this though, we, you know, we were down in medicine, not came home. We played Portland the next night and, and played extremely well. So sometimes for them, it's, uh, you know, they have to really simplify stuff as we keep kind of using that terminology here, and, but there's nothing else that you can do. You don't overthink it. You, you kind of just show up and play and, um, you know, we're hopeful that uh, be another recipe for success here. But it's it's you don't want to do it too many times because it certainly gets taxing on the body. Oh yeah, I would think uh, without question. And um, you look at at your overall team. Any update on the health of some guys? Is are anybody clo- is anybody close to coming back? Yeah, we're getting there. Um, you know, we we expect to to see Carter Kowalik here in the near future, which will be huge for our group. And you know, Carter got hurt on the first shift of the first game, so we haven't really seen him at all this year. You know, we named him an assistant captain last year and just his presence in our room and, and on the ice is another big kind of physical shutdown guy like Mark uh, will certainly add a boost to our lineup. And then I think the rest of them we're probably looking at, you know, post-Christmas uh, break uh, as we start that trip out in, in BC when we return from the holidays. So uh, kind of we've got what we got here for the next two weeks and um, you know, we'll, we'll see maybe some of our APs. We signed uh, Owen Mastroianni. He'll make his debut tonight. There's a good chance we may see uh, a guy or two next week from our ROA draft class and um, kind of get us limp us through here to the break and then hopefully you know get a influx of reinforcements after the holidays. 
you look at, you know, you're expecting to be a rebuilding year for your team, but you want it to be more competitive. Uh, do you feel your team is more competitive on a night-to-night basis this year? Yeah, yeah, 100%. There's no question. I mean, I think you know, we try to base it with the eye test and, um, you know, game by game and considering what we've gone through, um, there hasn't been a lot of nights where we've been really disappointed with our effort and our group. And I think maybe our worst one was last Sunday at home against Moose Jaw. It was, it was a really disappointing effort. And, but, you know, taking everything into consideration, I think our group has certainly, um, you know, performed on a nightly basis at a much more competitive level than we were last year. And, you know, you lose, use the data beyond the eye test and, you know, we use sport logic and all the different, you know, analytical sites that they use in NHL as well. And, you know, right there, like expected goals for and against, like we're right in the middle of the pack. And uh, I think our special teams early and, and um, opportunistic stuff like that maybe hurt us a little bit, but it's starting to come around and we just need to kind of piece that all together. Luke Pierce joins us, uh, head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings. It is Star Wars night on uh, on Saturday. Luke, um, do you are you a big Star Wars guy? Do you guys have like a Star Wars theme that you're playing before the game? How, how does Star Wars night work from the team perspective? Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not a big Star Wars guy. I, I've, I'm familiar with the movies, but I was never really that into it as a kid. So um, the guys like it. I mean, it's not, it's just doing things different. I think our business group does a great job of um, you know finding these different theme nights, and we've had some great crowds this year with. You know, obviously the teddy bear toss recently, and you know there's going to be some more theme nights in the new year. But it's great, I think, for families and kids. And you know, I'm, Star Wars certainly isn't just a kids thing; it's a lot of other people too that, that are really into it. But we try to incorporate it into our themes, or you know, in our uh, in our pregame messaging and things like that, and have a little fun and just mix it up. As you know, those meetings can get a little stale and boring. Yeah. So uh, trying to work in some of the some of the Star Wars stuff will certainly uh, be in play on Saturday. Are you going to be dressed up as Darth Vader? Oh, I'd be Skywalker all day. I think. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's good. Right. Uh, Any who would be Chewy on your staff? Oh, I think we Rogan Dean's got to be Chewy. <laughs> yeah. He's a thousand plus games in this league. He yeah. knows the ins and the outs. He's the he's kind of the quiet guy behind the scenes that's taking care of everybody. So I think he's a perfect Chewy. Yeah, no, I know. You know what? That's a really good answer. And you know, pretty big guy, right? That he could fill he could yeah. fill out the uh, the character uh, quite yeah, nicely. Absolutely. Um. You know, looking at the league this year, though, like it, it seems to be tighter packed, right? Like there's not the dominant, dominant teams that we've seen in previous years. Yeah, you're right. It's been, um, you know, we we talked about this not long ago. Actually, we we kind of gone through playing all of the the so-called upper echelon teams and and chatted about it as a staff, and there was nobody that that really terrified you where you're thinking, oh man, I don't want to play these guys. It's going to be a long night, and um. There's there's winnable games every night. I, I really like this Medicine Hat team, and um, but we've played them very well. We've had opportunities to, to beat them in both games. So um, the West has some teams that are starting to maybe pull away a little bit. Like Prince George is going to probably add some pieces and very strong, very veteran group. So, but you'll start to see, I think, a little bit of separation now as teams identify uh, what they have and what they need going forward. Well, uh, Luke, uh, best of luck in Medicine Hat tomorrow night. And then uh, back at home, uh, we'll be there. Uh, Sports fourteen forty got a section, so uh, we're looking forward to seeing the uh, the back to back. Always like a little bit more intensity in the uh, second half of the uh, home and away. So uh, it should be a great game. Looking forward to it. Absolutely, thanks, Jason. Appreciate the support and having me on. That is Luke Pierce, the head coach 
of the Oil Kings, and look at this year right now. Uh, you know what? The team's fewest losses is seven by Prince George. Now, it's still good. Don't get me wrong. But when you look at some of these teams last year, they're absolutely killing it. Right? But you've got – it's just a lot closer uh, in lots of – you know, first, second, you're separated by three, four, five points. Uh, I think the playoffs this year in the WHL are going to be fan- – now, the BC division's got a little bit of separation. That's really about it. Right? But you look, Medicine Hat, Swift Current, Leverage, and – Red Deer separated by seven points. And Red Deer's got a game in hand on Swift. Look at the uh, at the East, Saskatoon, Warriors, Raiders, Wheat Kings, eight points from first to fourth. Like, it's, it's much more competitive this year. I think the playoffs and the dub are going to be awesome. And, hey, do you want to go to the game with Connor and myself and Declan and the uh, Sports 1440 crew? Well, go online to oilkings.ca for uh, Star Wars night. And uh, we have the uh, Sports 1440 section. It's 20 bucks a ticket. But make sure you buy your tickets to sit in Section 122 because we're going to have some special prizes to give away, including someone's going to get a very cool behind-the-scenes package. You can't buy this anywhere else. Kevin Radomski from the Oil Kings has hooked this up. And so uh, one of you, uh, you and your guests, whoever the two of you are together, you're going to go and you're going to win this pretty awesome tour that only is available if you buy your tickets in Section 122. So go online for Saturday's game, oilkings.ca. In section one, two, two. We'll come back. Uh, we got uh, in the room brought to you by Next Gen Transportation. More on the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440. Orders Nation YouTube. And we'll update you. We got the final few minutes. I know they're waiting in the weeds. There's always a few late bids. I love it on the uh, Glendale package. 548. How are you, Gregor? Connor Halley with you. And, uh, if you want to get in, you got a few minutes left. Got a few people kicking tires. Kicking tires. The uh, Glendale package is at uh, 6200 with Douglas. If you would like to get in, 833-401-1440. All the money that we raise today goes uh, directly to the Christmas Bureau. You will uh, make your donation directly to them. And uh, then we'll hook you up with uh, Greg at the, the Glendale. And uh, you will be able to start planning for the upcoming twenty. For golf season where you will, uh, hey, you're the member. That means you get uh, access to the T-sheet anytime. There's no restrictions. You will uh, also have uh, club storage, right? You get to to use uh, any part of the facilities. You also have no charge to add any of your immediate family, so spouse, partner, and children as social members. They get to hang out at the outdoor pool. And there's a huge lawn area there to play. They play you know, any sort of, there's lots of soccer going on, football. Sometimes kids are just playing tag. There's a big fire pit. It's awesome. You will absolutely love it for you and your family. This is more than just a golf membership for an individual. It's really for your whole family because you get the social membership as well. So it's uh, currently at a pretty good deal, man. It's below face value. I always like to get up to face value. So it's a little bit low right now at 6,200. So you can uh, text in 833-401-1440 or... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You can call Connor at the, uh, at the same number. 833-401-1440. As uh, we go in the room, brought to you by Next Gen Transportation, uh, where all the new tra- platform trailers have arrived, and uh, they're ready for work, and uh, they want a big shout-out to all their team members who have uh, had a very successful year, and they uh, really appreciate it at nextgentransportation.com. Uh, in the room for the Edmonton Orders, uh, Philip Broberg will not be in the Orders room. He'll be in the Bakersfield Condors room for the next uh Short while, who knows how long, but I think hopefully for a while. He needs to play. Build some confidence, just get some more experience, just be playing. You got to be playing, you stay fresh, you're not thinking as much, you're reacting. So Philip Broberg's down, Ben Gleason has been recalled. He'll be the seventh defenseman, obviously will be in the uh, press box tomorrow, I think for the immediate future until maybe there is a uh, an injury of sorts. And then if there's an injury, you could see uh, you know Broberg come back up quite quickly. We'll have to see. It all depends on when and how many games he's, he's got. There's no point to, you know, you got to get him in some games, get him playing, uh, feel good about himself a little bit, and then uh, come back and we'll see. Like, if it's a right defender, I think for sure, then it's going to be him because nah, I don't think Gleason plays the right side, right? He's more of a lefty. So we'll see. Uh, also for the orders, Minnesota Wild are in Vancouver tonight. If it interests you, order fans, you can watch it. The uh, orders in this five game winning streak, every single facet of their game is rolling. They've only allowed eight goals, which is in five games. And four of them came in one game to Vegas. So they've only allowed four goals combined in the other four games. It's really solid. Their offense, good. 26 goals in the five-game winning streak. So they're plus 18, pretty solid. Their power play, 43.8%. They got seven goals on 16 chances. Their penalty kill, only allowed one goal on 18. So they're plus six just on special teams alone. You win every game by, you know, you're plus one, man. That's pretty good. Their face-off percentage, 56.4%. Very good. Like every aspect. You have 13 different players who have scored at least one goal. Got seven players with multiple goals. 17 guys have points. It's good. Hey, Gregor, are you concerned at all with the Kane-Drysaddle line? Why? How many goals does Drysaddle have in the last five games? Four. How many goals does Kane have? Three. They have two goals, five on five together. I, like, that's seven goals from those two in five games. I'm not... So they they didn't dominate last night? 
Now, keep in mind, Brown hit a goal post, had two other really good chances. I'm not in a 6-1 game. So the first and third lines were their best lines. Great. The second line wasn't bad. Just didn't dominate. I don't I don't know. I have zero concern at all. I think Evander Kane's been one of the order's best players here down the stretch. I see uh, no reason to be concerned by it at all. At all. Douglas, my man, congratulations. You are the big winner. We'll be getting in touch with you, and you're going to be teeing it up all summer at the Glendale. Man, you are in for a treat. Love it. Uh, big thanks to everyone at the uh, the Glendale for uh, supporting uh, the month of giving and the Christmas Bureau. Thank you very much. Have yourselves a lovely Thursday evening. Enjoy the Thursday night. Or go see Brandon at the Ellerslie for all of our Southsiders. That's where he'll be. He'll buy you a beer. Keep you awake because it might be a little bit of a snoozer. You never know. But, hey, you can watch the Wild and the Canucks. We'll preview the Oilers. Bill Guerin, the GM of the Wild, will be on the show tomorrow to start it off. It's a positive Friday, a pyramid of giving. It's going to be a lot of fun. Have yourselves a great night. On behalf of Connor Halley, I'm Jason Greger. Let's get to a Sports 1440 update brought to you by Ewell, your local electrical distributor. You need anything electrical done, even storage space, they got it all. EWEL.ca. Good night.